Hello. Hello. Welcome to moviebone.com. The fun show. (laughs) But for real though, hello and welcome to all you wonderful listeners out there in podcast land. Hello, hello. So today we're going to be reviewing Measure of a Man. It's directed by a British filmmaker, Jim Loesch, and it stars Blake Cooper, who you guys might recognize him from The Maze Runner, maybe. There's also Judy Greer, Luke Wilson, uh, Danielle Rose Russell, and then the incomparable Donald Sutherland. Grab a Long Island iced tea and some sunscreen. We're Whiskey and Popcorn. can't hang out here all summer bothering your mother. You're going to camp, mister. Hi. I was hoping you weren't his girlfriend. She's my sister. Very nice. You. Ignore him. He was dropped on his head at birth. I actually got a job. Really? A job? You will work Monday to Friday, 9 to 3. You won't regret for a moment hiring me. Excellent. Oh, the curse of the summer, people. They dangle their money around to make us do whatever they want. Joni Williams, can I see you tomorrow? <laughs> I wish you lots of luck, Bobby Marks. And I'll be back in a few weeks. So this film is set in 1976. We are in upstate New York, and we are following the story of Bobby Marks. Now, we kind of get a a glimpse into his life during uh, the family's annual vacation to Rumson Lake. It looks rather um, high class, and then you have the mixture of locals in there as well. He is your typical uh, overweight teased and bullied kid. We start out with threats from his father, who's played by Luke Wilson, and he's threatening that he must go to one of the local camps uh, around town. But Bobby quickly acquires a job uh, from a local man named Dr. Khan, and you find out that this doctor is very old school in his ways and a bit reclusive. Really, this is a coming-of-age story. We watch his parents as they're struggling on and off on the verge of divorce, and he's trying to defeat the the local bullies that he's always had growing up. And we have his childhood friend, Joni, who's kind of along with him but also disappears for a period of time. It's emotional. There's secrets that are revealed, and we really just watch Bobby grow up before our eyes in one summer. Mm, Yeah. Well, you know, this film, it's just... Gosh, it really fell flat for me. It felt so dry and just boring, really boring for me. And like you said, Tuesday, it is a typical coming-of-age story, but it doesn't say anything new. It didn't, like, illuminate any sort of profound adolescent lessons in any way, or it wasn't evocative. Like, it just did not touch me. It did not resonate with me at all. You know, my initial feelings about the film were they were trying to make the new Sandlot, you know, the great childhood movie that we, well, at least I grew up with, and and it just kind of fell short. the The narration in it very much reminded me of that older adult kind of looking back on the day, and I liked that aspect because I grew up with a lot of films that were like that, but it just fell flat. Yeah, I and I don't know. I got confused with the narration because 
And maybe this is just Blake Cooper's voice is really deep. It sounds really mature. So when I first heard the voiceover, I thought he was looking back when he was much older. But it sounds like he really wasn't that much older. Maybe he was just looking back over his summer and telling us this story. No, I could never match his voice with the person. It just didn't match. No. It was really weird. And I'm like, I don't nothing against you, Blake Cooper, but it's like that voice coming out of that teenager body, like it was like, whoa, he should be on radio. That's he had this deep <laughs> masculine Absolutely. voice. Um, but it just it, I don't know, if that part didn't jive with the character. And you know, there there was um the story itself, the script was just kind of blah. I I could not care about Bobby's story and normally like I'm very open and sympathetic and empathetic to the maligned character the person who's been pushed off to the side the outcast and yet with Bobby I've just felt like you come from a rich family you're going to a nice summer home you're acting like a little punk and boohoo you're fat boohoo you get picked on like grow a pair i mean that's he was annoying me to the point that that was my reaction which is like not the reaction i don't think the director was wanting for us to have for me to have and so unlike you it is so unlike me i just there was nothing about his story that was remarkable to me Think about it, like some of the great coming of age stories that have happened, like uh, Love, Simon earlier this year, uh, Lady Bird last year, Moonlight the year before that. Maybe it's unfair to compare this film to those ones. Um, those were much more dramatic and this was supposed to be a comedy. But even that movie Superbad, which was about a bunch of white dudes sexually exploring, was better than Measure of a Man, which is supposed to be a comedy and I didn't really find it funny. So... I completely agree on all those lines. None of us enjoyed growing up, and, you know, there's plenty of things that we would never like to experience again, but his suffering is hard to relate to, and that's coming from me, an upper-class girl from Scottsdale, and even I thought it was a wine fest for most of the part. Coming of age should have some humor. It's, It's awkward and embarrassing, and you need to have those deep feelings like you get with Lady Bird, but... You also have to remember how incredibly dorky and relatable it is, which is what Lady Bird did so incredibly well. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't shoved in your face. It was just so nuanced. And I didn't get any of that from this film. No, no. This film played with some of the ideas. Like, it played with the idea of growing up and maturing. So, like, going and getting a summer job and learning how to be responsible and become a man and all this stuff. And even his boss, Donald Sutherland, um, Dr. Khan in this film, he had such an interesting background that we never get to see. Apparently, and this is not even spoken to, it's just alluded to, he was in a concentration camp in Germany he, he or wherever. You know, he was a Jew during World War II. Yet it's never spoken about. The only clue you get is the tattoo of the numbers on his arm. And I'm like, why are we not developing this relationship at all? He's just there. He's just his boss. And he's kind of guiding him a little bit. But that's not even more important. Then then you have the whole bullying themes, which seem to take more precedence. And then the sort of wannabe, maybe boyfriend, girlfriend with his good friend, Joni. But again, none of these are fully explored. It's like, pick one. And go with it. Had one of those three been explored, it could have been such a better film. And with a powerhouse like Donald Sutherland, who 
really was my silver lining for the movie. If if they had just really built on that, I mean, yes, you can have bullying on the side, but had they really built into either those three aspects that you had just discussed, it would have been so much better. This film kind of makes me angry, in fact. So I'm like, it should have been good. It should have been a seminal film for the summer, and yet it was a pain to get through this film. Like, I was tempted to just kind of, like, get up and walk out, unfortunately, because I was just like, this is so boring. Wow. You know, for, for the most part, Donald Sutherland was amazing. I think Blake Cooper, who played Bobby, I think he was fine, I guess, with what he was given. I am sad to say I've not seen him in previous films, but I I don't know. I, it just wasn't a good fit. Yeah. Not, not at all. I mean, I feel like the only character that I was curious about and wish we had spent more time with is somebody who had almost no role at all either, which was Judy Greer, who is a mom, is married, taking care of the, the husband and the kids and going to law school because she's a raging feminist because it's the 1970s. And I'm like, that is a fascinating storyline. I want to know more about her. But she gets sidelined as well. And it's just selfish, fat, white kid from the city. You know, his sob story. And I'm just like, everything about this rubbed me so much the wrong way. I don't think he could have summed it up better. (laughs) So our recommendation, probably skip this one. Yeah. I wouldn't waste my time on Measure of a Man, unfortunately. So that is it for this episode. You can find all of our previous reviews up online on our website come follow us on facebook twitter and the instagrams we are whiskey and popcorn and stay tuned the summer's just getting started